when we enter into an institution, it's very attractive as a proposition that we can trust the institution or the institutional players or even good Samaritans. But as it turns out, and this is rather cynical and paranoid, of course, but we can't. You can't trust your pastor. You can't trust your priest. You can't trust your sports coach. You can't trust the school teacher. You can't trust anybody. You can't trust the doctor with your child. You, ha you have to be vigilant and a little suspicious at all times. And there has to be, a, similar to accounting controls, there should never be a situation where that caregiver is alone, particularly for an extended period of time with your child or yourself in some situations. You are about to enter a nexus of science, violence, and nonsense. Where fake news, pseudoscience, and weaponized stupidity meet full contact fact-checking and peer-reviewed ass-kicking. And as always, no bullshit allowed. Recorded live at Bullshito headquarters in Austin, Texas, this is the Art of Fighting BS podcast. Brain chips in the trick. Both chocolate winds up planetarily with the sun. necessarily reward intelligence. You are fake news. Come on, man. Science is interesting. If you don't agree, you can fuck off. Let's do this. Hey folks, Frost here. A little housekeeping. <laughs> housekeeping, what am I? Sam, Sam Harris. Yeah, l let me unpack my foot in your ass. Uh, anyway, um, so the audio on this was a bit borked up uh, as part of the uh, streaming process. We recorded this on a live stream, so apologies. We have missed out on a little bit of the content that we recorded with Dr. William Murphy, PhD, BJJ Black Belt, uh, extraordinaire, the inimitable William Murphy. So, um, this is going to be a short episode, but I think you'll still get a lot out of it, and if not, then I don't care. It's not like you're paying for this. Okay, bye! To my bias, all reasonable people can agree that an adult having sexual relations with a child is inappropriate. But when it's adults and adults, things get a little more interesting and complex, and I think it's important to at least discuss that there's conflicting views on this matter, and that there is certain arguments and rationales my own view as a coach or a head coach was i would prefer that people keep the dojo or the gym separate from their dating life and not use the dojo as the disco <laughs> I, yeah. but i have had several students as a case example to the contrary who met their significant other in the dojo and they're still married but i've had many situations where people got their disco on with somebody from the dojo and it affected the training environment for everybody else so as a convenience factor for me as a coach i wish people didn't do that kind of thing and as a coach i would never do that kind of thing i think it's easy for me to say i would never do it because i never have yeah but there's a whole nother demographic who has a contrary view to mine and i'm not saying that they're not justified to have this views where as a coach they say no i can date my students if they want to they are adults some adults and there are students who want to get it on with other students and students who are adults, both male and female, that want to get it on with their coaches. And who am I to say they can't do that? They're adults. Or who am I to look down my nose at them? It's true. I disapprove of it. But who's to say I really have that right to disapprove of it? They're adults. And they, in their culture, they may be looking for jujitsu and sexual partners yeah. on both sides. It's tricky. Coming up with a hard and fast rule that applies to everybody is in any situation is a is problematic because there are some people that are conscientious adults that can control themselves and behave with propriety and whatnot and have respect for other people. And then there's the people that literally show up to class and are looking like, like perving on the female students 
or male students, whatever, but it's usually the guys, it's usually in one direction. I have a contrary view to that. I've seen perverts in both sex types. I've seen absolutely. sex in both sex types. They absolutely yeah. exist. I'm just saying that if you look at the the research for somebody like David Buss, who, what is it, Men Behaving Badly or When Men Behave Badly, he just, a book came out like last year. Overwhelmingly, it's men predating being predators towards women in all kinds of situations because we're wired for that we're by by biology we're it goes back to the fact that sperm are cheap and eggs are precious and it doesn't take us there's no investment in our part to get someone pregnant part of it perhaps that men complain less about it and are even so dumb they may not even be aware of it Uh, i'll tell you an interesting story i was coaching a female grappling team and a new athlete came on the mats and It was only a matter of days before the majority of the prior female athletes called a meeting with me as the coach saying this one has to go because what she's doing is trying to get it on with the male students and even yourself if you're not picking up on that. And I immediately thought about it and said, well, she's got to (laughs) go because there's no way I was going to have a room full of females thinking that I was going to put up with that or wanted that. So I said, I'm sorry, ma'am, you got to go. Yeah, absolutely. Just the problem is when you do broad sweeping policies for things. They're always going to catch people that are completely innocent. A- ethics is tricky. And yeah, you don't want to assume that just people that just want to date innocently or somebody got a crush on somebody, whatever that's, that's innocent. But there's a line there between just seeing it as a target rich environment that you're, it doesn't matter who's there. You know, it's not like you, you have a, two people have some kind of chemistry between themselves and then they take it out of the school and they start talking and whatnot. It's huge difference between somebody that, that goes there and every single female in the class he's sending texts to and like and trying to slip into the DMs, slide in the DMs. I'm not cool enough to, to use this verbiage, but or whatever the kids are doing these days, that's separate. And so many of the, 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 the women, the friends of mine that are in the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu community, martial arts community, have dealt with that. I don't think that there's a single one that hasn't run into this and it's frustrating because there's always that one dude so when you're making the case that it's on the parents to be responsible for the children i agree with you but when it comes to adults interacting with adults then i would make the case that it's on the instructor to be vigilant for that themselves because a lot of times the female students i mean we're in a society that's more it's more male centric there's a power imbalance just in general it's getting better but it's nowhere near equal so a lot of them are still a lot of women are still a little bit meek when it comes to saying fuck off because they they don't want to be hostile or they want to fit into the group they want they want to be part of the team and the better the closer the team is the more of an incentive somebody has to just just be meek and timid and just let that shit slide until it gets well beyond the point where it should have been stopped. The interesting point is, and everybody, has, they can't see what they can't see, and I fall into that category too, but I have known meek women, and I have known women that were absolutely assertive, very assertive, and I've known men that were assertive and men that were very meek. So it's, I think it's really hard to generalize because I'm used to training combat athletes And a lot of them are tigers, men and women. But on the other hand, I would say one third of my students, men and women that are in on the mats were sexually abused, both men and women. So it's really a strange phenomenon. I'm going to tangent a little bit because I think on a similar note, when we're talking about adults with adults, I think there there is some relation to this, even though it's tangential. We have some controversy over women who are professional athletes, and then they're have the provocative pictures where they're wearing maybe half of a gi in a sports bra or something. And people are very critical of this. Now, part of me as the old guy says, 
oh, that's disrespectful to the gi and all that stuff. But then if I think about it <coughs> for 35 plus years, I've walked male athletes take their shirt off and walk around like peacocks. Yeah. And they do this and they, they do that. <laughs> Invisible then, lat course, syndrome. If, yeah. If they can do that, why can't the women do that? And the obvious answer is, of course, the women can do that because it's a slippery slope. You end up saying people have to wear burkas, men and women and not be able to express themselves. And if they're adults, if they want to take that picture, it's not my business. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's a tricky area, especially when it comes to a woman's agency to do whatever the hell she wants with her body versus whether or not somebody's like her coach is telling her, Hey, you need to do this to be competitive or to get on the cover of whatever UFC weekly. I, I, I don't know. I don't read that shit anymore, but to just be, you have to, what's a feminist scholarship term is the male gaze. You have to appeal to the male gaze. And uh, th- it's funny that you bring that up because if I'm just going to follow you down that rabbit hole, I bought women's MMA.com, the domain, I registered it way back in the day simply because yeah I, the idea occurred to me if somebody else is going to get a hold of it it's probably going to be some asshole that's just going to post like cheese ass cheesecake pictures of women and try and promote that as a sideshow so that female athletes don't get taken seriously and for for a while i just sat there until i, I ran into somebody that sydney jones she was brilliant she wrote a lot of articles from about women's MMA, from a woman's perspective, about all the bullshit they had to deal with. It, it was hopping for a couple of years and everybody moved on to other things, but I still have that domain and I'm still trying to find somebody that, that would want it and do something good with it because I, none of us have the time anymore, but yeah, you're absolutely right. It, it should be a thing where the women determine their own, whatever they want to participate with. If they want to take pictures and that's 100% wholly their decision and you'll find, I'm not going to judge you. it's not my place. And we're sitting here, two dudes talking about what women should and shouldn't do and shouldn't be allowed to do. And that's a little bit uh, uncomfortable and cringy, but at the end of the day, I think we both can consider ourselves allies of women. And we're trying to ensure that the sport doesn't get overrun with the kind of assholes that, that prey on them. Yeah. On on a similar note in high school, when I was a senior, there was a, a freshman young lady that wanted to join the wrestling team. This was a rarity in those days. And I agreed to coach her over the summer and try to get her writer. I said, bring a friend. I'll coach the two of you and all that stuff. And I try to teach her moves. And then when wrestling season came, they had to let her be on the team. And then I got the flu, Uh. bronchitis or something. And I was out for a week or two. And they hazed her so badly while I wasn't there, including the coaches, that she left the team. But I contacted her a couple of years ago and said, hey, we just had the judo black belt win the gold for america and look at the wrestlers are winning medals now i said we did it it took a long time but we did it. i just wanted to reach out to you and tell you I'm, I'm very appreciative and proud that you tried out for the team and i'm sorry that happened to you yeah but i think we've come a long way and it's very good for the sport because if it doesn't double our numbers it increases them substantially and it legitimizes us to have women participate in the sport and they're fantastic and fabulous athletes yeah yeah absolutely and if you've ever watched women's wrestling it's not about it's not male or women it's just wrestlers yeah, we have to divide them by, you know, physical attributes, but that doesn't d- diminish the ability. There are some sports where there's a market difference in how the <coughs> the athletes use the sport. Oh, God, I hate throwing this out there, but the WNBA is a little bit less uh, less physical. It's more technical of a sport. And like I said, I'm not, I'm fully not qualified to talk about this, that end of things, because I'm not the biggest sports fan in the world. But I'm willing to be brave on this. Okay. It's up to the athletes to bring in fans and bring their wallets. doesn't matter if you're male or female. If you want you and your colleagues to get paid, it is up to the athletes to 
bring in fans to bring their wallets. Oh yeah, I, that was just, the only where I was going with that. Only place I was going with that was that when it comes to women versus men wrestling, it's just wrestling. It, the only thing is yeah. the participants. It looks like women's wrestling looks like wrestling. Men's wrestling looks oh, yeah. like wrestling. I it's would just, even say women are often more savage than the men. Yeah. They're ferocious. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And if you're watching it because you want to be gratified by it somehow, what the fuck is wrong with you? It, it's not about that. It's a sport. If we could get past that bullshit, we'd, I don't know, be a better species in general. Well, Frost, I don't mean to be premature, so to say, but I'm going to cut to the chase a, a little bit because I think we came here to talk about sex predators and BJJ. And I think that lends itself naturally to some questions. How do we handle it? How do we identify it? What do we do about it? How do we prevent it? And I'm very confused because it's a very thorny problem. What I would say is, first, you got to be vigilant. If you see something, you have to figure out how to address it in a way that doesn't further traumatize the situation. The second thing is, I think any accusation needs to be investigated, which is wholly different than me saying, I think everyone should believe every accusation. I absolutely do not think people should believe an accusation when it is made, you should believe that it needs to be investigated and it needs to be investigated using evidence. Yeah, no, say that, I agree that doesn't you. mean you're not sympathetic to the accuser. You are. You treat them with the respect and dignity that they deserve. But that doesn't mean you go to the accused and say, I'm sending this to the, your boss, everybody else, the papers. You At that point, you say this needs to be investigated and I'm bringing in the authorities. I'm turning it and you encourage the accuser. Go to the authorities. By the authorities, I usually mean the cops. Damn. I always put myself on an island with these kind of things, but the hashtag believe all women thing, all right? Believe 99% of women, but occasionally, women are people too, and some there are some in every population group are assholes. So... Some of them are, they need therapy or they're, they're just vengeful and just, just assholes. They want to ruin somebody's life. So yeah, believe women, but verify. Okay. That's where I was going with that. I don't want to make some kind of stupid, lame midwit bull, both sides argument, hashtag men to crap, but yeah, trust, but verify, look into it. Take the initial claim seriously, investigate them properly, look for evidence, and in the absence of solid evidence, that then maybe, okay, move on. I get it. Yeah, so if I'm a coach and somebody comes to me with an accusation, the first thing I'm going to do is make sure that they are not in the same training space together. Who can go to a different time? Who can go to the other gym location? And then if serious enough, maybe somebody can't come around for a while, that's a last resort. <coughs> the next thing is... If it's a criminal matter, I immediately encourage the accuser to go to the authorities and not to the non-authorities. Go to the professionals. I'm a university professor, and this Title IX thing is very troublesome to me because there seems to be an expectation that non-law enforcement will be investigating criminal matters. And I'm very, I'm very concerned by this because I've been around the block, but I'm not a police officer. I'm not a, a prosecuting attorney. We need to bring in the professionals to investigate these matters, not put me on a committee because I'm a faculty member. No, Yeah, no, that's a whole, I, we should probably have a whole other episode about that because I am not as first in Title IX and I can't imagine a lot of our audience is. There's a lot of information to process and digest to be fully informed on what that that is and the controversies back and forth because it's a huge battleground in the culture war that I just slide over because I don't know enough to talk about it or express an opinion on it. So it's definitely something that we all should be a little bit more educated on, but God damn, there's that describes literally everything these days <clears throat> and who has the time. The other advice I would give coaches and in particular heads of networks is 
if you become aware of a real situation and have reason to believe it's true, do not deny it. Confront it head on and deal with it. Cut that cancer out immediately. Because if you don't just like cancer or just rot on a wound, you're going to lose a lot more than you thought. Were. Don't try to get everybody settled down and be quiet about it. you got to get with the accuser, the accused, turn it over to the authorities. And if the accused really did it, kick them out permanently. You can't go near anybody and make a public statement about it saying, or you say there's an ongoing investigation. I can't comment if that is the case, because that can be the case. But you nip it quick, because I will, with your permission, name a name. You can edit it out later. <laughs> but I'm going I'm to issue it by referencing something that was published in the New York Times, if I may. Something the New York Times said. Can I do that? Yeah, go ahead. It's documented, so you're just talking about it. Yeah, the New York Times ran an article about fight sports and Cyborg. Cyborg, the gentleman, not the lady. Now, Cyborg is world famous in jiu-jitsu. And prior to this series of incidences, anybody that knew Cyborg also knew he was one of the nicest people in jiu-jitsu. And that may have been his downfall. I don't know if what happened regarding Cyborg's involvement happened because he was the nicest guy in jiu-jitsu and had good intentions and the road to hell is paved with those good intentions, or if he was trying to cover things up for a different reason. But rather than confront this issue head on, where there was at least one black belt that had sex with a juvenile female, and then there was accusations that other incidents had occurred, <coughs> it wasn't confronted head on. And that made it worse. That may have caused him more injury than trying to just get everybody to focus on other things. And I feel bad for if Cyborg had good intentions and wasn't involved and didn't have knowledge, but was just trying to get people to not have conflict. I, I sympathize with him, but I think in the end, it probably hurt him. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I would advise coaches just like everything else we do in jujitsu and self-defense, we review videos, situations where people get shot, review this case. Don't let that be you. Yeah. The, one of the reasons that you have ethical norms and community derived senses of like propriety and those sorts of things is to avoid that kind of thing. Now, taking to extremes, you, you don't let, you know, two, a male and a female in a room unsupervised without a chaperone and Victorian era garbage. But we're all expected to act like a little bit of adults, but not every person over the age of 18. And let's be honest, is should be qualified as an adult, especially these days. So I'm going to offer some respectful counterpoint and be a little Victorian. And I welcome you to counterpoint my counterpoint. I don't agree with Mike Pence about his positions on homosexuality. Not even a little bit. The complete opposite, in fact. Okay. However, the Mike Pence rule regarding, look, and I'm saying this to the coaches now. And I've said this, to, you ask any one of the black belts that I brought up underneath me, I tell them, don't ever be in the room alone with a female. Just don't. Don't ever give the 17-year-old juvenile female a ride to the tournament alone. Don't do it. Yeah. Always have a second person there with you. I don't disagree with that if for no other reason than for the protection of the female, just so that she feels comfortable. Now, two dudes and a female makes it almost exponentially worse in that sort of, from that perspective, a female and a male and a, somebody, a, a student. Yeah, that's perfect. And the, the military does the same thing. When our recruits come in, we... All the way through the initial training process, at least they are assigned what I don't even, hope they don't use this term everywhere anymore, but it's still floating around out there. Battle buddies. And it's the corniest ass shit. I don't know. I think somebody was make, joking about it, calling it warrior companions, whatever. You're supposed to have 
everywhere you go, you're there's somebody else, right? And this is a an actual in combat thing, whatever. You have somebody that knows where you are that's with you because if you get shot, you got somebody to drag you back, whatever. But they applied that because of the huge sexual assault problem in the military to to the battle buddies. But if it's if it's one instead of it can't be opposite gender. Because that creates problems. So it's two females, one male, one male, two females. And when it comes to higher ranking people, like, for example, an, an NCO or an officer speaking to a lower enlisted, there should be two people at all times, irrespective of gender, because of the power dynamic. And I don't know if you're familiar with the military and of the whole sexual predator thing, but the most infamous story was a couple of years ago down the road from where I'm at here in Austin, up at Colleen, Fort Hood, the one of the guys in head at the head of the sexual assault harassment prevention program was busted for using lower enlisted females as prostitutes and ran a prostitute ring. And it was literally his job to prevent that anything like that from happening. So a great irony. Yeah. I would offer up two justifications for this. The first one is selfish and it's not for the benefit of the females for the benefit of me. The reason I like to have another person around is it prevents misunderstandings, it prevents the appearance of impropriety, and it prevents impropriety. Yeah. So that's the first thing I would offer up. The second thing, why I think the battle buddy idea makes real sense, is even when there's not a heat wave, and there is a heat wave, <laughs> at least in Florida, and I think in Texas too, there is a heat wave. Yeah. Yeah. I, even before there was a heat wave, I would not go kayaking with the alligators alone. I always go with somebody else. I would not do a variety of things alone that are physical, like <coughs> wilderness activities alone. Always have a second person on my own property, which is a rural property. And sometimes we have deers with fawns that will rear deers in the rut. We occasionally have a Florida panther, very shy, but we have coyotes. I hear them. I never see them because they're shy. We have wild boar. We've got bobcats. I have uh, some kids. And if they're out in the yard, I'm like, go together. Never go out there alone. Yeah. Always be together, just in case. Yeah. And there's alligators. I got two alligators in my pond. Always have two people there. Yeah, no. If you have a body of water in Florida, it's got a gator in it. My, my wife was, yeah, raised in that sort of environment. And so she, I still have to explain to her that, no, we're far away from alligators. You don't have to check the pool in our backyard <laughs> for alligators. And she just... But she always will. I guarantee She, she it. will. It's ingrained in her from childhood because she grew up in a place where body of water, probably a gator in it. Wow. Yeah. You take that, you carry that with you for, through life. If we ever move up north, she's still going to be probably checking. The... <laughs> so. Yeah, no, but I totally agree. And it protects everybody. And that's why we, that's why I would make the case that especially for the Brazilian jiu-jitsu community or martial arts in general, there need to be wide ranging standards that at least reduce the potential for abuse, for harm, for for predators to get away with crap because yeah, nothing's going to be perfect. There's no silver bullet solution. There is never for anything else. But if you institute some norms for the culture that this or that, whatever, two instructors, one male, one female, whatever, no male instructor left alone with a class full of females or just basic things that may be a little, may make you feel a little bit bad. You're just like, dude, I know I'm not that guy. I'm not going to prey on the students or whatever. Yeah, I get it. People don't want to, do those things because it makes them feel like they're under suspicion, but it's not. It, if those things are widespread, it just, it doesn't harm the good people. It may be a slight inconvenience to the decent people, but it really makes it difficult. And it makes 
the martial arts a lower reduces the number of targets the target availability right. for the predators they're looking for they'll move on to whatever you know uh, now let's be controversial for a minute <clears throat> i'm going to justify what i say right now because i'm a self-defense teacher my job in that domain when i'm doing that when i'm wearing that hat is literally to teach people how to defend themselves how to avoid injury and how to increase their chances of survival and put off death or harm. Hmm. So don't do dumb things. And I, this is where some people will say, well, you're getting into the area of victim shaming. Be that as it may. Look, don't wrestle alligators. That's dumb. I don't wrestle. I'll wrestle a person. I'm not going to wrestle an alligator. I don't go out to bars much. I don't, I'm not going to walk in the middle of the Crips territory wearing a shirt that says the Crips are dummies. Hmm. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Don't do dumb things. Yeah. Don't take risks you don't have to take. I agree with you. And a lot of people discuss this particular subject, victim blaming, et cetera, in the abstract as if it's some sort of gotcha game that's detached from actual consequences for real people. And that's what pisses me off the most about it, because I, I agree with you in this. I am not one of those people that... Is, I see the difference between victim blaming. Is, oh, you shouldn't have been out there. It's your fault. No, it's not your fault. But you... By being incautious, by not being aware of your surroundings, by being a little bit personally negligent when it comes to your own safety, that doesn't mean you're responsible for what happened to you because it's not. This, the person that did it is responsible. But you still can reduce the amount of danger you put yourself in. And you can't always. And it needs to be explained in those terms because... Half the people that participate in conversations that get outraged about victim blaming when it comes to especially sexual assaults against women, they're not, they're rightfully angry about this. And I get it. I'm there. I'm just as angry as to whatever extent I can be as a middle-aged privileged white dude. But it needs to be explained with some nuance that, yeah, there are higher risk situations. There was an article, there was an article a couple years back about going up, what is it? I forget what it was like Forbes or some one of those stupid corporate media websites is like uh, like 10 reasons why women should go hiking in uh, the wilderness of Pakistan. And I'm like, she got killed, didn't she? Raped and killed. Oh, which she that actually happened. Pakistan is it's a there are places that are safe and filled with great people. And there are places that are not so filled with great people, just like the United States. I'm not trying to sure. drop. False equivalent. Wrong street in Chicago. You don't live there. You're in, in for trouble. But there is a significant difference between hiking in Yosemite and hiking in the Kashmir. All right. For one, people out there are already predisposed to be a little stabby shooty just because of the nature of that. Look at that, the lady in Yosemite taking the selfie with the buffalo. Oh God, you God. got gored. Why do you think you got gored? I just saw that. It's today. a buffalo. It's just. Oh yeah, seriously. I'm you're. I'm trying not to spiral down that that whole nihilistic thing. Well, Every I'm time I see on, one I'm of those, switch to a different domain for a second, but and then you. we'll return to the prime domain just as, just to see if there's an analogy here. Once a year at my hunting lease, they bring out tannerite. I'm not there huh. that day. Huh. If I'm in a shooting range and or shooting a gun storm, people are not exercising gun safety. I'm a trail of dust. Yep. I have no idea why people think that firework fireworks shouldn't have the same rules that gun safety has, the exact same rules if it's a firework. No different. So when I look at some situations, take drinking. I'm going to be very controversial now. Two people get drunk, and then they have sex. 
And the woman says, I was too inebriated to make a decision, and I was raped. We were both drunk. Now, the man could equally say, I was too inebriated to make a decision. I was raped. But my point to this is, as a university professor, this is a pretty good regression line. If you add lots of drugs and alcohol to a situation, bad shit happens. Yeah. Don't go to a huge party where everybody's drunk as a skunk and high. That's the wrong drinking environment for you. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm at the age where I have to teach my daughter this, the realities of the world, and I'm not doing so in a way, obviously with the help of her mother, that that will make her feel ashamed should the unthinkable happen. Um, however, I'm also teaching her that the unthinkable happens, and you need to be aware that it is a legitimate possibility and make decisions based on that reality, not on a reality where you feel entitled to safety. Yes, you should be. You should be. You should be able to. Any woman in this country should be able to walk down the any street in this country in, in the most provocative outfit ever and not be even like catcalled. However, that's yeah, not the I world know, we live. You know, we can't do that. Yeah. You and I can't do that. Yeah, I know. We can't walk down the wrong street with the wrong colors. We'll get killed. Yeah. Right. Or shot or beat the shit kicked out of us. I do run through my neighborhood in my uh, my, my little Ranger Panty running shorts, but I have yet to be catcalled. And I've yet to have something <laughs> thrown at me. I don't know. I, I, if you want, I'll arrange for somebody to whistle at you. Yeah, I know. That's the problem with dudes would be like, hey, that would make their day. And <laughs> I shouldn't make light of catcalling because it's pretty fucking annoying from a woman's perspective. But guys, just we're just... We're different. We're wired different. It, you, you get cat call from like literally the ugliest woman in the world, and you're like, you're still. It's gonna make you feel a little bit good. I was at a restaurant tonight that I go to semi frequently. I got family in town, so I took him out to a restaurant, and the manager was there. And I see this manager all the time, and I said, and she happens to be a lady, and I said, hey, I don't. And my wife was standing right next to me, and I said, hey, I don't mean to be inappropriate, but you really slimmed up. You look great. But I, I, I don't know if you're allowed to give these compliments anymore. It's tricky, and it, it depends. You have to know the person because. Your bodies are a sensitive thing. And hell, there's so many possible reasons for that. For the same reason you don't want to maybe congratulate someone on a pregnancy. That's that old Seinfeld sit or skit that happened. It was like a 10 second thing where George complimented somebody, some random person's like on the, when are you expecting? And she just, she wasn't. So I just, yeah, this is why nobody compliments anybody, but especially dudes. I was just the other day I was explaining why dudes don't get complimented and it's because we're more predisposed to take that absolutely the wrong way as a frost i've always thought and i'm being sincere and serious now that you have beautiful eyes <laughs> thanks yeah one time the friends of someone i was dating said oh he has kind eyes and i was like what the fuck are they talking about <laughs> seriously no but i wasn't mean about it i was just but damn i don't know what does that even mean uh i have no response to that yeah but... <laughs> kind eyes if you've seen the shit I've seen, uh, maybe. The other thing is, I'm going to stereotype and generalize. It's a pure stereotype and generalization. I'm sure it's not true. <laughs> but the stereotype, which maybe is true, is if a woman so much as notices a man or says a word to a man, the man gets all excited. I've been noticed. Yeah. She must be interested in me. She acknowledged yes. my existence. Romantic interest. And there's a reason for that, because if you misinterpret every single possible signal of of any kind of feminine interest at, it, it directed at you as possible sexual interest, romantic interest, then you will never miss one that's genuine. And then we're like I said, we're disposed. Sperm are cheap, eggs are expensive. Our investment in creating children is like anywhere from two minutes to to an hour, or whatever, depending on how you're you're 
programmed to do that. But, but a woman, they got nine months. And then the rest of the lifetime, assuming the guy is a complete piece of shit, 18 years plus nine months plus the reality of probably staying at home because they can't afford anywhere these days. So we're wired to, to be like, yeah, so women aren't going to pay us compliments as much. And which, which trying to awkwardly steer this back into the martial arts, jujitsu, keeping dudes from being predators. The guys, I, I would say, keeping everybody from being well, everybody, everybody in general, but within this sort of sphere that we were kind of existing in, the guys that get involved in martial arts in general aren't the pool of people interested in martial arts. the The selection criteria doesn't really select for the most well adjusted people in general to begin with. So it's a weird group. Yeah, there's some. There's some. I was, I was explaining to my niece the other day because her husband's training jujitsu now, and I said, "You got to understand, something weird's going to happen now. People in this community walk around measuring their worth and entertaining themselves mentally by saying, I can beat this person up, yeah. or that person could beat me up,' which is the weirdest damn thing.' Yeah, if you step back and look at it, like that's not healthy. That's silly. It is and it isn't because I think on some level we're uh, dudes are all wired like that. And women too, but it's a it's less I can beat you up as Look what happened Lowe. Look what happened with Leandro Lowe this week. He was in a bar and some man started a fight with him or he started a fight with him however it started. Yeah. And Leandro Lowe being a multiple time world champion easily mounted him, controlled him and said you had enough. The guy said enough. He walked outside the club, got his gun and murdered Leandro Lowe. <sighs> yeah. So however we're wired, anybody, a male or female, a child, can take a firearm or a knife or any other force multiplier and murder a much larger mammal if they have the lack of scruples to do it. Yeah, tools make it easy. There was a, that Instagram or whatever, only fan. I don't know. The, the, there was that online model that murdered her boyfriend, husband, boyfriend, I think after, and there, I saw the video of it. It was somewhere in Florida. It was an elevator where she's just beating on him and he's just taking it and just doing the, the pushing her back and keeping her from beating his ass anymore. She's trying to grab his hair. He has like a little braid on the back, but uh, yeah, just this probably 120 pound woman and this 200 something pound guy. So yeah. And then she, I guess she just stabbed him to death at some point, like long after that. So yeah, tools, can I ask a question? We've been talking about the central topic for 45 minutes to an hour with some rabbit holes. <laughs> yeah. Can we switch to switch topics and switch to the random thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. And you know what? We're going to, we'll, we'll keep like recording live stream so you guys can watch this, but this is not going to make it into, but before we do, so well, let's cut this part out too. Cause before we, we switched gears, this is a thing that we've been doing. So I'm, I don't know if you can hear this, but when I play the gong, I'm going to ask you. The question that we ask everyone now on the show. All right. If you could snap your fingers and you had to fight any living human being, living, they have to be living, and reasonably not decrepit or something, or a child, which, what in the UFC, unified MMA rules, just gloves, whatever, you could snap your fingers and be standing across the ring, the cage from them, ready to fight them. Who would it be and why? You're asking me or the people in the chat room? No, you. Okay. Who would I fight? I could fight Michael Quinn, who was a blue belt when I was a blue belt. And we're, and we love each other. And anytime we see each other, we want to, we'd want to grapple. Who else might I fight? The problem is for us. I don't dislike anybody enough to want to fight anybody these days. 
I'm like happy and gentle. Fair enough. I'll, I will just throw out the, I think the last person said they would fight Ben Shapiro. And then, no, the last person was that Putin. They would fight Vladimir Putin because A, he knows judo, so it wouldn't be super unfair, but he can't use his nukes. So you have to remember, you're asking somebody that for the most part did fight all of their friends. And a fair number of their enemies, like in MMA styles. Nah, like but you, you got to come up with an answer. So it just anyone, just whatever, and just give me a even a bullshit reason Who why. Would I fight. Jesus, maybe there's somebody that beat me up. I could think. There was okay. There was a guy in, in high school, and I didn't know he was dating this girl. No. And uh, I started talking to the girl and asking the girl, and then he got a, a few of his friends together. Not a lot of friends, just another two, and they whipped the shit out of me. And if I could fight that guy, I won't name him, but I would fight him. That's fair. That's reasonable. Yeah. There's, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of payback. He ripped the tar out of me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, honestly, I don't have a thought of, of, of my own, but I'm not the one being interviewed here. So that, that works. All right. Cool. We'll go with that as an answer. And with that, I will wrap up and you guys see you on the forums, bullshito.net. We're going to, yeah. As the forums are great. Wretched Hive of Scum and Villainy, but we're all, it's our Feel free to join us if you can weather the storm because they come hard on you. <coughs> Other than that, yeah, Twitter, at Bullshito, Facebook, don't use it, it's stupid. And bye. <laughs> <laughs>